he speaks in understanding to us and once we have access to that light it becomes our prophetic declaration sometimes we act contradictory to what we pray in tongues because whenever you pray in tongues you are praying the will of god so he's praying in tongues that make our praying in understanding the meaningful. person that god is allowing the evil to be showing themselves he is now beginning to compromise aborting the process because for purpose we always demand the process if you understand the purpose of god there is prosperity in it your mind will supernaturally be liberated and what you are seeking will seek you I want to look at navigating difficulties by rejoicing. And now, I, 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 like I asked last Sunday, that all of us know now that um, there are times that are so difficult. There are times that just the economy alone um, can be very funny. There are times that, you know, we go through certain seasons that are very um, difficult. Sometimes um, they might not even be uh, that difficult. It might be a season where we are waiting on God uh, when we think something should have happened and they haven't happened or they do not happen. Alright? So having to wait sometimes, having to wait to break through, having to wait to conceive a baby, probably after some years in marriage, having to wait to finish a training of which you know that if you don't, if you don't, um, of which you know that if you don't um, really do that trading, you won't become, you won't really be able, all right, to get a gainful employment. And having to wait to make the big profits, having to wait to grow, having to wait to really experience that major breakthrough. Sometimes that waiting season can be a difficult season. Um, why I say waiting is because there is something that God has told you. There is a prophetic word that God has said. Are you getting what I'm saying? Just like the way he spoke to us now and says, is our season of harvest. And it might be at that time that somebody is going through difficult times um, that is not even getting income as he was supposed or he, is supposed, he or she is supposed to get. And then you can see something, a situation that is contradictory to the revelation of God's word. All right? So when the Bible says it's a season of, when the prophecy says it's a season of harvest, what we expect to do is to bring out our combined harvester machine, to bring, do you understand? Because it's a season of harvest, right? And then you bring out all the tools, the sheaves, and all that, and there's nothing to harvest. Praise God. And so you will have to, you know, wait um, on the Lord until his word come to pass. So that waiting time, all right, can be very difficult. And I remember I shared that the joy of the Holy Ghost in us is the one that gave us the staying power um, that um, you people give up easily. Um, either give up because they don't have that staying power until the job is done. All right? The joy of the Holy Ghost helps us, especially when we have the word of the Lord, the verbal commitment uh, from God. Uh, we were in a conversation with God where he told us he's going to do this, he's going to do that, and that serves as the joy in our heart, even while we are going through certain challenges. Are you getting what I'm saying? So the joy you know, helps us to be focused and to have a staying power until we get the harvest or the results. So joy of the Spirit helps us to have that. And I describe it as a product of knowing. That's why Apostle Paul says in Romans chapter 8, verse 28, give us Romans chapter 8, verse 28, amplified or so. He said, and we know. Can you see that? And we know. And this knowing is as a result of the prayer conversation that has taken place in verse 26, 27, where it says the spirit prays with our spirit, all right, intercede with our spirit, that uh, with groanings that cannot be uttered, that we don't even know what we ought to pray for. But when you pray in the Holy Spirit, you are exposed to knowing certain things. So that means you, you don't know what to pray for, but while you are praying in the spirit, you now begin to receive insight 
as to what you are supposed to actually declare and that you need. Are you getting what I'm saying? You remember the Bible says, I have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it come into the mind of man what God put in stock for us. But he said, he has revealed these things to us, yea, by the Spirit of the Lord. Praise God. So in the place of that revelation is a place of prayer, is a place of conversation. A place of revelation is a place of conversation with God, a place of prayer, a place where you feast on the word. And I am telling you now, that is the understanding, that knowing that produces joy in your heart. You know, if somebody just come to you now and say, well, you know, you told me about this business idea, it's going to, you're going to need 500 million to fund this. You're going to need 1 billion to fund this. We have spoken to my partners and then we are putting 2 billion together. We're going to give you 1 billion first. And then you have not even seen any paper signed. Are you getting what I'm saying? You have not even seen any money transferred. But because you know the capacity of the person talking, that when he says he's going to give you one billion, he has a record that doesn't fail. Are you getting what I'm saying? He has a history that you can bank on. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, you know, just that alone, there is a relief. Just hearing that, there is a relief. Do you get what I'm saying? So then you now find out in the scripture that is a written document that guarantees what it tells you. Do you get what I'm saying? So the joy begins in your heart even when you have not seen the money transferred. You see, it's just more or less like somebody sent a text to your phone or there's a credit alert on your phone now and it's 200 million. The way you are listening to me now will be different. There will be a joy in your heart. Have you seen the money? No. But what you saw, what you see is what? The text, the credit alert. Praise the Lord. The credit, do you get what I'm saying? Is that credit that you got. So now, you know that credit alert that comes to your phone? It's not the credit that you believe. It's the creditor that you believe. But the credit that comes to your phone is the confirmation of what the creditor has said. Are you getting what I'm saying? So there is a way God credits us supernaturally. And once it comes to your spirit concerning this matter, it is said to Do you get what I'm saying? You have not seen changes on the outside. That alone is more than enough for you to start dancing. Because you can bank on him. He has a history of doing whatever he says. Do you get what I'm saying? Bible says it's not the man that he should what? Lie. All right? So you know that God always says the truth. So what you find in the scripture will come to pass no matter what. It will come to pass. It will come to pass. I will teach you in the series, I will teach you how to get what God has said to you in a prophecy to come to pass in your life physically. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Go to verse 31 of this scripture. He said, we are sure and know that all things work together to those who know God, uh, to those who love God, and those who are called according to his purpose. So there is a knowing. You remember that James that I read? He said, knowing that the text of your faith, is that not what he says? Uh-huh. Can't it all joy? You don't just can't it all joy when you are in trouble, when you are going through difficulties. He said, knowing that the test of your faith. So it's from knowing, it's an understanding thing. Praise the Lord. You know, you went to school and you graduated and then you are standing there, there's another artisan and there's another, maybe a local farmer that didn't even learn anything, just a local farmer. You, an artisan. You know, different level of knowledge. Let's say the artisan drop out in secondary school. You went for degree, and there's a farmer that did not even go anywhere. The three of you, the future is more sure for somebody who went to school. Do you understand? The university, right? Uh-huh. See, that's what I am telling you. That future that looks sure for somebody who wants, went to school, and there's, there's difference. Farmer with fleet, with do all kinds of things, hard labor, before they could gather one million, two million. Somebody went to university and get a job, just carry briefcase, does not tie from AC to AC to AC to AC to AC to AC, to AC at the end of the month. 
you can write a check of two million for him. A farmer is there working all throughout the year, sometimes three, four, five, six months, to get one million. And you get what I'm saying? I know you know some farmer. It's not impossible to know some farmer that probably have been able to break through. But it will take a long time. You see, the lower your knowledge, the more difficult it is to break through. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? That is the truth. That's why you being a graduate, you don't want to marry somebody who dropped out in primary school. Because you are going to have a difficult time. Your mind can operate. Do you get what I'm saying? No matter how industrial, no matter how smart the lady is, there is something that is not refined about her. Do you understand? So, you see, that's what I'm trying to tell you, that it's from that knowing, it's that confidence you acquired it when you were in school. You see what I'm saying? So, the brain power is more powerful. Even when you see farmers that didn't go to any school, and they are making a lot of money, they are smarter than their mates. You will have seen that they are, they are using their mind to really explore opportunities. You get what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So you could see those kind of farmers gathering all other farmers and form a union, and he's now their head. And everybody should contribute money for fertilizer. We are going to talk to governor. And he didn't go to school, but he's smarter than his mates. And everybody contributed money for fertilizer to get a discount because one of them is going to talk to governor. And if you check and research that person very well, there is somebody who has gone to school that is not far from him. I'm telling you how the life works. So if it works like that, you know, Bible says that by the natural things, by the visible things, you understand the invisible God. Uh -huh. The same way when it comes to the knowledge of God, the more of God you know, the more joyful you become. The more of his promises, the more of his revelation you assess, the more joyful you become. Even when things seem to be very hard. And let me tell you, things can be hard in anywhere. I told you about a guy who went to South Africa, and from South Africa went to Israel. They used to take them into the farm because he was looking for a job. Things were difficult in South Africa. He heard about Israel. He went to Israel. Things became more difficult. They used to take them on a farm. This is somebody who went to school who graduated here, looking for greener pasture. And then he went from South Africa to, to Israel. Somebody who saw him in Israel is the one that said it. He said he came to beg. He said, because every 60, 60 days or so, they will take them inside into the farm. They will work 60 days. For you to know those guys, they don't joke with productivity in all those places. Any country you see where things are working, people are working. It's not that, uh, you know, their system is better. The system is working because people are working it. They came. You know, it's one of the best agricultural countries in the world. They came, they came out after 60 days or so. The guy came to beg when he saw a Nigerian. He said, please, I'm, I'm a Nigerian. That I'm suffering. I just helped me to, I, I'm going back to Nigeria. I'm going back to Nigeria. So there are people like that. So many people don't know nothing about relocation. Do you get what I'm saying? They just joined the bad wagon. There's nothing wrong in you relocating. If you are relocating, you know, you can relocate as a class A, class B, class C, class... Do you understand? A different class. I have a friend who went to U.S. twice. They wanted to do all kinds of arrangements for him to stay, but because he's a believer, core believer. When I say believer, I'm not talking about raw conservative. He came back. He said when they were doing, he looked at what they, they were going to do manipulation. I said, he said, no, no. He told them, he said, no. He said, maybe I came. I'll come again. He went again. He said, by the time I'm coming fully with my family, I am coming as somebody that will be a consultant or a researcher in one of the universities. It's more dignifying to do that. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh -huh. But I know believers now that say, well, well, just do the paper. We will ask God to forgive us. And the land will now, be, will now be yellow pasture instead of greener pasture. Do you understand? Because you do not have the permission of heaven. You are the one that schemed your way into doing that. And that is why somebody who has the word from God in Nigeria is better than somebody who is confused with life in the UK. Can you see that everywhere is hot now? War in Ukraine and Russia. War in uh, Israel. And Palestine. Now, listen to me. 
Those nations that look like they are peaceful, they are the one pushing the war. They are the one pushing the war. They are feeling it in the U.S. that they are bankrolling the Ukraine war. The U.S. citizens are feeling it. So if U.S. citizens are feeling certain things, for you to look, let me tell you, the way the world works is that everybody is trying to protect their home. Is the world that is feeling it. You can see there's inflation rising in the world. There's economic difficulties rising in the world. If you check UK and Europe, energy level, energy prices are right. Things are difficult everywhere. The prices of food, food items and things just rose in the UK. That the British were crying. You need the word of God everywhere. Else you prefer your village to anywhere in the world. Because your village, before you shout like this, somebody is bringing food. <laughs> no, that's the truth. You can't die of hunger in your village. It's in Lagos that everybody have gated houses. Do you get what I'm saying? In your village, you see some houses. The gate, the fence is higher than the house. Don't pretend like the fence of your house is not higher. I know your house. Praise God. <laughs> but in your village, it's communal. So difficulties are everywhere. The only one that actually have developed a thick skin are the ones that rejoices. The ones that have developed that rugged, dogged, joyful spirit, regardless, are the ones that receive revelation and insight from God. Such people, they are not under prayer of time. Such people, they are not under prayer of, of peers. They are not under prayer from, do you understand? From families, from government, from jugets. I'm not saying you should, you know, get into a state where, you know, you are not moving. People are not moving you. You know, Bible says that if you're unshakable, immovable, you, know, you are not making progress. You know, things are tough. Uh, you claim you have a word. Uh, your life is not getting better. You understand? Even in wilderness, I told you, there must be trace of blessings. So you can't claim that you are in process for being sick. What kind of process is that? They are not in process. Devil is, is, is permutating your destiny. They are not in process. You can't claim you are in process for being poor. So knowing is very important. Verse 31 says, verse 31 of Romans chapter 8, verse 31. What then shall we say to all this? If God is for us, who can be against us? Who can be our foe? If God is on our side. Verse 32. Look at it. He who did not withhold or spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all, will he not also with him freely and graciously give us all other things? Can you see that? All other things. How many things? These are things you meditate on that give you assurance in your spirit. Is that clear? Aha. Uh -huh. So God is not against relocating. God is not against you moving up or starting that business, but he wants to give you a word. He wants you to have a revelation so that when you are going through challenges, uh, you will have put money in business and the money disappeared before now. Except you are not up to 22 years old in this country. Anybody above 22 years old will have tried one or two things. Do you get what I'm saying? Hey, all this 30% uh, 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 ROI, you know, you know, all of a sudden, even the younger, why am I saying 22 years old? Even 18. All of a sudden, the younger generation have become so awakened where business is concerned. There is prayer from online. Serious prayer. People want to just ride Rolls Royce. <laughs> some, some people's uh, goal is Rolls Royce. I say, once I, I fulfill my destiny, praise <laughs> Rolls Royce. Praise the Lord. <laughs> uh, but there is no way you want to be great in life that you not face difficulties. God told Abraham, come out of your father's house. You will think God is calling him to banquet. He was called to famine. Go and check it. Because come out of your, as he was stepping out like this, he met famine. He had to quickly run to Egypt. For you to know you are not the one to, you are not the first to relocate. Are you, even father of faith relocated, praise God. <laughs> he ran to Egypt. He ran to Egypt. But he went with the word, come out of your father's house. Are you getting what I'm saying? 
I will bless you. You will be a blessing. Whoever blessed you is blessed. Whoever caused you is caused. I will make that name great. Do you understand? Those were the words that he received in conversation. That's why the Bible says he hoped against hope. Where did you think he find it? God told him, God must be speaking to you. Do you get what I'm saying? You must have the word of God in your life. You meditate on it. Go to verse 37. He talks about so many things. He said, you know, you know, um, um, what shall separate us from the love of Christ? Do you remember he said that? Is it nakedness? Is it hardship? Is it whatever? It's because he has that understanding, that knowing that produces joy. Are you getting what I'm saying? He said, yet, amid all these things, that is all the challenges, we are more than what? Conqueror. Even mention nakedness. That's nudity. The word is becoming, nakedness is becoming more, more, you know, common in our world. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you must receive a word that insulates you, you know, that can, you know, immunize you against nudity, nudity, nakedness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all this, there's a country now, I've forgotten the name of that country, they said women can go topless. Welcome to end time proper. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because everybody is seeking liberty. Liberation in the name of civilization and everybody just dress anyhow. Yet amid all these things, we are what? We are, we are more than what? Conquerors and gain a surpassing victory through him who loved us. You must have that knowing. In 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, the Bible says, God, Jesus, God, causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. So you see, but thanks to be, now thanks be to God, who always lead us in triumph. Can you see always there? Lead us in triumph in Christ, and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. So these are the words that you meditate and ponder on that give you assurance. And that is why we know that whatever enemy meant for evil, God is turning it around for our good in the name of Jesus Christ. You see, Jesus paid too high price for you, for our victory, for us to be defeated. Say that after me. Say, Jesus paid too high price for my victory for me to be defeated. And that is very important. You must know that you are a triumphant um, spiritual being. God already made you triumphant with joy, heavenly joy, which must be on the high level. Are you getting what I'm saying? Thanks be unto God. Thanks be unto God who always causes me, who always leads me to triumph in Christ Jesus. That is your statement in difficulties. Are you getting what I'm saying? And once you remind yourself of that, you rejoice. Glory to God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Thanks be unto God. That's your response to the situation. And that response is a response of faith. You are not reacting to the situation. Oh, can you see? This government is a failure. That's a believer I just spoke in tongues. This country is not going anywhere. You are part of the people that are stagnated with the country. <laughs> you see, you just use your mouth to talk against your destiny. Because if a country is going somewhere, you're also going somewhere. And if you are going somewhere, it means that the country is moving. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are not reacting to things. So you just remember, oh, your landlord is looking for you. You don't even know how to pay and where you're going to get the next money from. Are you getting what I'm saying? You say, thanks be unto God. And you see, God gives you boldness. He gives you intelligence to approach your landlord, not that he's calling your phone, you know, and you're not picking. You see, the number like this. <laughs> Or he calls, he's on call waiting. Ah! He said, this man has caught me. Ah! He knows I just received a call now. As opposed to calling back. You're not calling him back, he's calling again. You suddenly realize that he has gotten your second number and he's calling the second phone. <laughs> or somebody else is going to give you a money or he's going to give you a deal that will bring you out the breakthrough. God is now working. 
He's sending somebody to give you a job that will bring the money that you used to pay the landlord. Listen to it. For you to know how crooked believers can be, even the crookedness sometimes stands in the ways of our blessings. The person is now calling. He's not still picking because he's suspicious. Ah, the landlord is using another number. He's using another number. <laughs> he's using another number. <laughs> when are you going to run away? You can't, don't run away from your fears. Don't run away from your challenge. Are you getting what I'm saying? You face it with the joy of the Holy Ghost. Are you getting what I'm saying? You pray in the Holy Ghost, you charge up, you, you sing, you thank God, you rejoice. And you settle down. And the Holy Spirit breathe on you. Tell you what to tell the landlord. Because you know, the landlord will just start telling you stories. You see, my son, this guy was in Russia. I, I, I just, I, I, I became so broke. And then, you know, it was difficult in those days. Your time is cheap, you see. Before you know it, 30 minutes, you have become landlord son. You know the funniest thing, because you are not running away from from the story he's sharing, you can get idea on how to pay him. And you get what I'm saying. God works in a very strange, marvelous, miraculous ways. Don't even have the habit of owing someone and they are calling you and you are not picking. Or you are an artisan, you are supposed to deliver a job, you are not delivering. And you are not picking calls. You are a rogue. Who speaks in tongues? Praise the Lord. The only time I've, I've never picked calls is maybe I'm busy or something. That's the only time. Or maybe the number is an unknown number that is not registered. I don't. Somebody said, I've picked unknown numbers like two, three, four times like that. That people have said, hey, Bodaki, what's that? I pick on no numbers where people say, eh, 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 eh you get, eh, salam alaikum, eh, alaji, shake it a man, can you consider a hand you get a center, yemdi, ah. So I just leave them. Praise God. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Give us Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 17. <laughs> Glory to God. Somebody say, I'm triumphant. You see, you have to know how to navigate difficulties in life. Ah! Difficulties are in life. Oh. I remember a young lady came to meet me. He just got, his heart was shattered. A guy left him. He left her. I said, calm down. You see, what have you seen? This guy that left you now, did he impregnate you? If you see some people's situation, you will thank God for your own. No? There are people that were impregnated that, that ran away after they saw that the girl is pregnant. Are you getting what I'm saying? So what has happened? That's what happened. Can't eat all joy that he left. Whatever comes into your life that is goodies, can't it all joy. If terrible things come, can't it all joy. Is that what he says? That's what he says. You lost money in business, can't it all joy. You will not talk about your own greedy destiny. When they gave, when they said 30% ROI, you first got the first 30%. You say, eh, it's working. You put it again. <laughs> the first time, probably is 1 million. You get 1.3 million. You say, ah, it's working. Please, I have 700,000 I'm not using. You had to eat, you make it 2 million, he said, take again. And then they give you 2.6 million. Ah. It's working, it's working, it's working, it's working. He said, there's another 14, 1.4 million somewhere. How did it? Make it uh, 4 million and give it to them. He's looking for the 4 million now. <laughs> You know, one day I came to church, the Holy Spirit told me, he said, any of your money hanging? He said, I should pray. He's released now. And I heard, hey, man. I, I was wondering, 
What was responsible? I did investigation. I found out. It's not those ROI and all those capital. <laughs> oh, God. So people came. They were crying. I said, what was the problem? They were almost crying. I said, ha, 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 ha. Have you seen your money going before and your mind is, you're, you're puppy. Do you understand? Do you, I heard one somebody crying. He said, my binance, my binance. I, I heard one's binance. So I said, ah, so there's a particular company that, you know, do trading and all those things with crypto and all that, you know. I said, my binance. I even thought it was finance. It was trying to say. But I didn't know it was even correct because it was, a, it was an Ausa guy, you know. <laughs> said, my, my binance. <laughs> What can make a full-grown man cry? Difficulties. He cleans his face, cleanses his face and appears like nothing is happening outside. But he's crying inside. He's pained. A young lady is pained. How do you walk your way, navigate your way through those difficulties and conquer how? How you can do it is by rejoicing. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. And you know the rejoicing comes from knowing. Yes, you know that you know that you know that you know though people may live your life, clearly run away, others are coming. And you learn your lessons from whatever might have uh, happened. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Because difficulties tend to be repeating themselves when you refuse to learn the lessons you are supposed to learn. Look at this. Though the fig tree may not blossom. Fig tree. May not what? Blossom. You see, that sounds like, though my business is not working. Are you getting what I'm saying? Though I'm stagnant career-wise. You see that? No fruit be on the vines. You see that? There's no fruit on the vine. Though the labor of the olive may fail. You see that? The labor of the olive may fail. So that means you are putting efforts and you are getting no results. I remember in those, you know, in those days, in my conservative upbringing, you know, churches and all that, we used to pray a prayer that, Lord, I don't want to walk like elephants and be eating like ants. I want to walk like ants and be eating like elephants. That prayer self, one should suspect, how can you walk like ants and you are eating like elephant. You know, there's a way that we can indulge ourselves in all this greedy, do you understand? So if I will, somebody who have been praying that prayer now, see money, and you will not want to steal. That is now my time to eat like elephant. That's why one man will steal 10 billion. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's, that's, it's high level. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you see, you say, he says, the labor can fail. I thought the Bible says that in all labor, there is what? Profit. But hard times, hard time can make labor fail. We'll come back to this place. Go to Joel chapter 1 verse 12. Let me show you the, how sensitive joy can be. How sensitive. I got joy of the Holy Ghost in my spirit. <laughs> I got joy of the Holy Ghost in my spirit. If you are watching online, let us know. Write it there. Write it there. I got joy of the Holy Ghost in my spirit. Glory. Glory to God. He said the vine has dried up. How can the vine dry up? See, let me tell you something. Everything that they are saying here is what sustains economy in those days. When he says the vine has, he mentioned the vine, he mentioned the fig tree, he mentioned pomegranate, he mentioned palm tree. I mean, you may not know any of those ones, but palm tree. If you don't know palm tree, then you need to consult your village. All right? Palm tree. I know you know palm oil. There are people who know palm oil who don't know palm tree. Things happen in this Lagos. People just eat yam. They say they pluck yam. <laughs> Very terrible. And you make such people minister of a Greek. That's, it's terrible things happen in righteousness. 
Funny things happen in this kind of country. Are you getting what I'm saying? All the trees of the field, I'm not talking about the present minister of agriculture, I'm just saying that. Uh -huh. All the trees of the field are withered. How many trees? You know that it's not all trees that produce fruits. There are trees that are meant for like, they are like ornaments, they're like flowers. They're like, you see, all of them have no sense. The vine has dried up, fig tree has withered, pomegranate tree, the palm tree also, and the apple tree. You know the apple. Apple tree. All the trees of the field are withered. Surely joy has withered away from the sons of men. You see, one of the things that contributes to the country's GDP is as simple as apple. You might think apple. You know, do you know the way we eat apple here? Do we grow apple here? No. But we import it from some country. So to those countries, they are means of revenue. Are you getting what I'm saying? He says it's dried up. So what is God saying here? In this verse, you can see inflation. Are you getting what I'm saying? In this verse, you can see economic recession. In this verse, you can see poverty. In this verse, you can see lack. Do you understand? What does he say is responsible? Look at it. He said, all the trees of the field are withered, surely. He said, this is the reason. This is surely of a surety. Joy has withered away from the sons of men. So when you allow joy to part from you or to part with you, what happens is you start seeing good things drying up. Businesses failing. All right? So go back now. Go back now to that abaco. So he says it's because joy has withered. So when you're in a difficult time, one of the things to ensure that you are intact is that your heart must be full of joy. And that is why in a difficult season, listen to me, everybody, in a difficult season, devil wants to ensure that your heart is bitter. Heart is offended. He does not want you to be in a good place. There's a close friend that just offended you. Somebody just parts with your money and ran away with it. Somebody you trusted with your business just, you know, um, you know, just um, skewed up, you know, just defrauded you. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that is why, look at it. He said, though the fig tree, he said, though the fig tree may not blossom, this person has conquered offense. This person has conquered bitterness. This person has conquered, there are people that will owe you money. Hear this today, you will tell them to. Have you heard of bad loan before? Have you heard of bad loan? Bad loan. Bad loan is the money that, ah, the money that people took from bank as loans that they couldn't pay back. Organizations couldn't retrieve their money back. Organizations. You, that you are not an organization. How will you retrieve the money now? You know this person in and out that he cannot pay. Even if they are sold in their... Do you understand? He can't pay this money back. So why are you still burdening yourself? You are just in unnecessary struggle of bitterness. So there are things that a believer must learn to let go so that peace and increase can come to you. Are you getting what I'm saying? The way you say yes, sir, it's like you are not ready to let go. Those, those <laughs> 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 it's only two people that say yes, sir. <laughs> I know a lady. The guy says, stop doing it. The lady said, no, you are doing it. Ah. Do you want to force her to the altar? You want to force him to the altar? And the lady started all kinds of campaigns. All kinds of campaign. The same lady called me and said, Pastor, you know what you guys did? You know, ah, I said, what is it? I mean, this is not communion. It's, they are people from outside. They are more or less like mentees. He said, eh, hey, I said, eh. I called the guy. I said, this is what this lady is saying. No. But me, I understand that it's coming from, I'm not saying that you did it, but this is what she says you did. The guy just laughed. He said, Pastor, she just, does, she just does not want to let um, the whole thing go. Do you know one of the ways to know that your partner is secured 
is for you to cause conflict. You have to arrange for a conflict. You have to want to walk out of the whole thing. If your pastor is like, ah, you are going, ah. So what is the problem? Not that the, the partner will not look at anything. Ah, you are going, bye-bye. <laughs> I've been looking for a way to let you go before. <laughs> you know that that one, you are in trouble. <laughs> but then, she will feel concerned. He will feel concerned and say, come. What is the problem? We can talk it out. We can iron the whole issue out. Uh, you know, I'm just tired of this. Uh, you know, those who really go out of a relationship, they don't really have anything cogent, you know, like that. I mean, it's not everybody that really have something. Do you understand? Uh, in most cases, covetousness, greediness, is, uh, is selfishness. Do you understand? It's personal issues that make people about. It's later they realize that the person they left is God. That's if they realize. Now, so when you mention one or two things, eh, I'm just, I just went, hey, but okay, can we pray about it? So the person, the other person shows concern. You know, so okay, okay, this person really wants this relationship. You have confirmed number one. The number two is, is this person secured if I insist I'm going? Have you seen online videos where they say prank went prank gone wrong? So as you are doing it, you too must be careful. Because you can say, come and be going, Seth. Be, you are gone. You are gone. I, I'm saying you can do this, we can do that, we can do this. Okay, let's talk to pastor, let's talk to our mentors, let's do this, let's do that. You are not even trying to make any... You, you be gone. Satan, <laughs> depart from me. Satan, depart from me. So that's why when you are doing it. Eh? Uh-huh. As you are putting it, you shock it. You shock it. Uh-huh. You get I know how to this kind of thing. I'm a master in the, in the area. Amen? Uh, there are certain tests you must do before you eventually marry when you are in a relationship. Test of love. Test of attraction. Try to kiss the person. If the person is not moved... To, to, to want to kiss you and you stop it. <laughs> it's a lie. It's a lie. See, this, I will, I will write, see, if me, I'm not, you know, I'm not a conventional preacher. So, I will tell you the truth. And it's a lie, if you want to deny it, that there's nothing that we want to move you towards whoever you want to marry before you marry. <laughs> so, as he's moving you, is he moving the person? Else, there might not be attraction. Because it's easy for anybody to come and say, come, bro, caution, there's no attraction. He's going to be sleeping with somebody else outside very soon. I got God of the Holy Ghost. No attraction. Nothing is moving. You must be able to see the person you want to marry like this. Your body moves, and even the person can notice it. Mm. Oh, boy, be careful. Praise the Lord. <laughs> hey, we'll come outside. I'm not coming inside. The way, it's, the way you are doing it, uh, I'm not coming inside. Come outside. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> because you must not commit sin. Amen. Say, I got joy of the Holy Ghost. Say, say, though the fig tree may not blossom, the, everything may fail. Can you see that? Though the flock may be cut off, and the field yield no fruit. No food. Food scarcity. <laughs> the field yield no food. Though the flock may be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stores. He talks about livestock. He talks about farming. He talks about land. He talks about... These are things that really depict a proper economy, booming economy. He said, none of them is in existence. Look at what he says. Yet... You see what he says? He says, yes, I will rejoice in the Lord. <laughs> now, do you have challenges around you now? How many of you have challenges around you now? So what's your, supposed to be your response to that challenge? 
<laughs> How many of you need urgent money? How many of you need money? Now, so for you to say you need urgent money, it means that it's not now that you have needed it. You have always been in need of that money. Do you understand? One week, two weeks. So what should have been is not that urgent. You have always needed money. You will need money next year. Don't let anybody deceive you. You, are, you can't get the designer without paying money. You, are, you can't pay tongues. Are you getting what I'm saying? Bright price may be cheap. No matter how small it is, it's money. You can't say, my in-law, no. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? You pay with money. You speak in tongues. And you get what I'm saying? Uh -huh. You pay with money. So you need money. Are you serious? You need money. If you need money, raise your hand. Urgent money. Can you see that? So what's supposed to be your response? <laughs> glory, 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 glory. Let me tell you something. Absence of money can make people down. You can be so, so moody. You say, me, I'm a man. That's a husband talking to the wife. Say, it's we, you women. Any little thing, you mood swing. As you are swinging to the left, like pendulum, swinging to the right. You say, me, I'm a man. Come and look at the one saying, me, I'm a man. He, go, he came from work, realized that they've removed almost all his salary. He came home like this. The woman said, what's the problem? Say, that's when you see somebody who has been, who has been, how do they say that? Who has been, uh, who has been talking anyhow? You would think it was fate. When you say, me, I'm just, you know, I'm, I don't try, I don't try. I'm not a moody person. Why are you always moody? Uh, waking up from this side of the bed, that other side of the bed, this other side. There's no side that I wake up from. I am just always okay. And you know, for spiritual people who talk like that, there is this spiritual arrogance that is added to it. I say, you see, when we tell you, read Psalm 22. When we tell you, fast as we are fast. You see, when we tell you, when we tell you. So he is now back home. What's the problem? He's acting like he's meditating. He's sad. <laughs> he's acting like everything is okay. Are you Have you seen spiritual people? Spiritually mature people. Quote and unquote, spiritually matured people always like to form. They are not always real because they know you have expectation of them that things should always run smoothly. I don't know if I get what I'm saying. They know you have expectation of them. That is pastor now. He cannot have accident. He has already saying it. He cannot have accident. Ah, it's pastor now. Uh, somebody was in the play, and the play was to crash. He said, you know, as long as this woman is in this play, I know he cannot crash. This is a woman of God. I am secured. Are you getting what I'm saying? The, you, you, will, you realize that maybe it's because of the woman of God that God, God wants to take that the play itself will crash. I don't know if I'm getting what I'm saying. So it's not your faith to be in God, not in the God servants. Are you see here? So I say, I got job, the Holy Ghost. He said, money might not be in my account. Interpret it in the context of your own life. Go back to the previous scripture. Look at it. Say, though the fig tree may not blossom, though my career is not working, nor fruit be on the wine, nor my business producing any profit, though the labor of the Holy may fail, all my efforts that I'm putting into something is not yielding result, and the field yield no fruit. No money, no food. Though the flock may be cut off from the fold and there be no head in the stores, no money in the accounts. No money, no influence, no connection. Nothing, nothing. I'm just all by myself. Look at me and say, yet I will rejoice. You see that? Investment failed. Yet I will rejoice. Insufficient fund. Yes, I will rejoice. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Have you used ATM before? You want to withdraw money and it's like the ATM wants to withdraw you? Praise God. Insufficient form. Yet, I will what? Rejoice. Praise the Lord. That's what the scripture says. 
Yet I will rejoice. I will joy in the God of my salvation. So what he's saying is that that salvation eh, is that I am rejoicing because of a knowing that God will intervene. That salvation is deliverance. Go to the next verse. Go to the next verse. Look at it. The Lord God is my strength as I rejoice. Look at it. So it will sustain me. That's why I said that in difficulties, you need a staying power. So the, the joy we allow God to give you strength, strengthens you. You know, according to Nehemiah, I think 8.10, he said the joy of the Lord is your strength. He said the Lord God is by what? Strength. He will make my feet like deer's feet, and he will make me walk on my high heels to the chief musician with my strange instruments. So what he said is deer. If you see deer, deer is always, you know, leaping. So what he said is that you will rejoice, rejoice, and you start leaping of faith. You'll be leaping, a leap of faith. you leap from scarcity into abundance. So when you rejoice like that, God will skip processes and pr protocols. You will leap from scarcity to abundance. You leap from failure to success. You leap from sickness to health. And you get around saying, you got a report, yet I will rejoice. Bad report, yet I will rejoice. Then you check the reports that the scripture have said. The report of the law. Bible says the elders obtain good reports. So why are you getting bad reports? Even if you are not an elder. At least you must be protégés of an elder. Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> so as he runs in the family, it should run through you. But the elders are obtaining good reports means that they have faced bad situations. And they exercise their faith. And that turned out to be a good outcome. Are you getting what I'm saying? Somebody say, I got joy of the Holy Ghost. I got joy of the Holy Ghost. Glory, 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 glory. <laughs> All right, um, you know, John 16, verse 33, Jesus says, you will have tribulations and challenges in this world, but be of good cheer, for I have what? Overcome the world. Somebody say, I have overcome the world. So now, listen to this. Number one, as you go through difficulties or you face challenges, is knowing. And that is said to knowing. Knowing, knowing, knowing. That's Revelation. James 1, 3, Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Number two, yielding yourself to God. Yield, yielding yourself to God. That's when you face challenges like this, you look at, ah, you will have to yield yourself to God. 4 verse 7. Same 4 verse 7. Bible says, you have, you have put gladness in my heart more than this in the season that their grain and wine increased. You see that? You have put gladness in my heart. So now when you yield yourself to God, the Holy Spirit pour gladness, joy into your heart. He said the increment in grain and wine doesn't bring gladness or joy in your heart. That's happiness. You see that? Number three, strength. Just like we read now, Nehemiah 8.10. Number four, God's active presence. This is very important. Give us Psalm 16, verse 11. Psalm 16, verse 11. I will give you one more point. He said, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand is what? Play your evermore. I want us to read this place loud and clear, everybody. You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand is what? So what is he saying is, out of practice God's presence, if you truly know that fullness of joy is in his presence, that's what you will allow in your life. Are you getting what I'm saying? Somebody say, I'm a carrier of his presence. Say, I have the Holy Ghost on my inside. Do you know the Holy Spirit is the custodian of God's presence? According to the scripture? He's the custodian of God's presence. So that means you have the Holy Ghost in you. You are a carrier of God's presence. In fact, you are the one that determines his presence anywhere you are. Do you get what I'm saying? Some people could have come here and used this place like a party and all kinds of song, all kinds of demonic spirit there. Once you step into the place, God has stepped there. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Even if you're in a ceremony where they are playing all kinds of songs and you are seated somewhere or sometimes eating your rice and all that, it is God's presence there. So God is telling us there's something that is known about the presence of God. He said it's fullness of joy. So that means you can't claim to carry God's presence and be sad. You can't claim to carry God's presence and be moody. The only mood that is permitted for a believer is the mood of the Spirit, mood of the Holy Ghost. And you'll never see a sad Holy Ghost. 
You never see a sorrowful Holy Ghost. You never see a damn Holy Ghost. Have you ever said, Holy Spirit, move, 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 move now, move now, move now. And the reason you are singing is because of this reason. You see, I'm down. I'm down. And you have to sing him into moving. <laughs> Holy Spirit is not like that. Holy Spirit is not like that. You don't sing Holy Spirit into moving. You are singing yourself into moving with him. Are you getting what I'm saying? When you say Holy Spirit move, you are telling him to come and move you. He is always moving. In fact, there is a dimension of his intimacy with us. You know the word koinonia? Intimacy. It means partnership. It means intimacy, interwovenness. It means intercourse. There is a dimension that is called transportation. The core meaning in Greek, transportation. So Holy Spirit is our transporter. It's not just our presence. It's the one that moves us. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's the end that came on Elijah. That's the end that came on Elijah. Elijah ran by the Spirit. Do you get what I'm saying? Not by the energy of the flesh. You can't catch up with Ferrari. Are you getting what I'm saying? Oh, chariots, rather. It's our generation that is using Ferrari. You can't catch up. But by the Spirit, the hand of God is on you. He moves you. Do you understand? The same thing can happen to your business. You see, you could have gone through difficult times for two, three, four years. It looks like everybody has left you, and you are not envious of those who have left you, those who are doing well. You are thanking God for them, and your business is struggling, and you are believing God for reward, and you get reward, and you start rejoicing. Anytime you are rejoicing, you are invoking the presence of God. Anytime you feel down, demons are around operating. I'm telling you the truth. Anytime you feel sad, feel bitter, feel, you feel, you know, uh, broken, you feel, oh, you just wake up, you say, wake up edgy, wake up Steve. You, look, the auto, you have to move. Do you get what I'm saying? You have to recondition your atmosphere. If you sense that, that's some demons operating around you. Joy is what confirms that God's presence is active in a place. That's why I say, in your presence is fullness of joy. Have you been through anything that David went through? That he was down, he sinned. If I had to be telling God, he said, take not your spirit from me. Do you remember? He, feels so disconnect, he felt so disconnected from God. It's there he realized that his joy that can sustain you. Even in your down moment, in your lowest moment, joy. David, I was praying that don't let your, don't let your son see uh, Sheol, see corruption. Do you understand? Don't let my soul go down into hell. Do you get what I'm saying? He was saying it's because he could see it closely like this. And I told them something in Yaba yesterday. Please, when you meditate on God's word, also meditate on your problem. What it means to meditate on the situation is this. You are not meditating the problem. You are meditating solution into the problem. Let me tell you something. God brings his word that you have meditated as a solution to mingle with your thoughts on the situation, to bet solution. Did you hear what I said? When you meditate on God's word, you never know when you will need it. But when you meditate on God's word, you listen to God's word, you are attentive in church, all those things are storing up in your spirit. When you are facing difficulties and you pray and you sit down, okay, concerning this matter, how should I address it? As you are trying to address it, God brings what you have heard from him before that you have meditated and merge it with the thoughts that you are. God says the thought I think towards you, they are thought of peace, they are thought of good. That is enough for you to start shouting. Because regardless of the evil and the turmoil or the toiling you are going through, God's thought is different. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you need to connect to that thought in meditation and also meditate on how to sort the problem or solve the problems in your situation. And as you are doing that, God allowed that light to come into your spirit and you will now know what to do exactly. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You don't meditate the problem, but you meditate on the problem. You meditate also the word to be able to solve the problem. Are you getting what I'm saying? The last one is deep intimacy. Deep intimacy. Isaiah 12, verse 3. If you read from verse 1, it talks about, well, we have, we have been kidnapped, we were enslaved, but now you are thankful to God and all that that you have rescued us. Verse 3, therefore we joy. You withdraw from 
Therefore, we joy. You withdraw water from the what? Wells of salvation. When you see salvation like this, not just for somebody being saved. Wells of salvation. Can you see wells? Uh -huh. Financial well of salvation. Marital well of salvation. You don't think you are getting old. You rejoice. Don't let the thought of aging weigh you down. It will wound you the more. Because before you know it, you might not be looking attractive again. If you are smiling and rejoicing, that's when you become attractive. Bible says, flee all appearance of evil. <laughs> Nobody, even filled with the Holy Ghost, even if he's an apostle, I want to marry that. <laughs> you can trust your pastor. <laughs> do you understand? You do makeup, he can't stay. You are looking, you get what I'm saying? Because you, 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 you are already overwhelmed. Prayer everywhere. They call you from village, they call you, they say, what are you doing? You turn it into joy. After you, you answer all the call, you say, hey, instead of you being, being down, I know the thoughts you think towards me. Of peace, thought of wonderful marriage, blissful marriage, wonderful husband, wonderful, do you understand why? And you start rejoicing and invoke the Holy Ghost and joy in that place. And God tells you, go and stand at that, in front of that bank, five minutes. And the man just parked. Pa. I said, hello, how are you doing? Ah. And then things, it, might, it will shock you that big things start in a very, very funny way, crazy way. You don't have any friends now. You don't have any friends now, any neighbor now that is thinking billions towards you. Tell me who is thinking billions towards you. Apart from Jesus Christ and your pastor. Are you getting what I'm saying? I am telling you the truth. Everybody is thinking billions towards themselves. It's not because they are wicked. You get, it's just that they don't have time to be thinking the billions towards you. You understand what I'm saying? They are thinking it towards themselves. So when God wants to use people, he can use people you don't know to bring the billions to you. Because the ones that you think he will use, they are not even thinking billions towards you. I don't know. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so if God is even wants to use them, because they are not even thinking in that direction, it will be difficult. Take it. Take this. Take home. <laughs> Practically, you must sing in the spirit as you navigate through difficulties. You must what? Sing in the spirit. All those things culminated into you singing in the spirit. Number two, listen to faith-boosting words. Number three, get rid of offenses. Number four, flowing with, flowing with the joyful. Joy can be very contagious, just the same way. Sadness, weeping can be contagious. If you have ever gone to where somebody died untimely, maybe a young person and then everybody's mourning, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I've seen some people that I felt like beating before. They have not even reached the house. Just at the junction, they started crying. I said, what's all this nonsense? I, said, I told my mom one time, like, I said, shut, the, shut, shut down the house. How can, how can we lose our dad that we are still feeding people? You know, they won't come with food. I said, shut it down. Travel, travel, travel. You have died, you have died. He gave his life to Christ. He's born again. I'm going to see him in heaven. I'm not losing him. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So how can we lose him physically and then we are still feeding people? I'm do I don't do all those cultural stuff. When they told me, say, people are coming from every local government, I said to come and do what? Tell them to send a representative. One tent. All the local government combined. One tent. You go beyond that, you are going to pay entry fee for the burial ceremony. You say, you what, tell me... Ah, it was this guy that said, I can't lose my, 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 my mother and lose my money. That's the truth. Was there a ceremony? Yes. But everything was economized. Decent ceremony. That's the truth. I have an uncle that brought a car full of drinks, beer. He was looking for people to drink it. Because everybody was scrutinized, you can't. The people that were helping drinking, they didn't come. 
because because they he said hey, no don't use this place it's too small for that place and blah blah can go and use one open field i said whoever is telling you that tell him to bring money will go to the open field nonsense one of his protégés gave us a hall free of charge he want us to go and use open field we spend it by spending money Don't ever, you will be sad pleasing people. You will be bitter favoring. Do you get what I'm saying? Fellowship with the joyful. Don't go and party with the sad. The last one is always thank God, regardless of the situation. If you not be joyful about anything, be joyful that you are born again. That's John chapter 20. John chapter 20, I mean, John chapter 17, verse uh, 13. Is it John chapter 17, verse 13? No, 10. 10, verse 21. 20, 21, I remember. Luke 10, verse 20, 21. Luke 10, 20, 21. I think so, yeah. Nevertheless, do not rejoice this, in this, that the Spirit are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are in the, in the book, are written in, the, in heaven. Can you see that? Is your name written in heaven? Yes, sir. Ah, you are not sure? Okay. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in his spirit and said, I thank you, Father. You can read the rest. Are you blessed? Yes, sir. Are you really blessed? Yes, sir. Are you blessed? Yes, sir. Do you not have money? Yes, sir. Do you not, do you not have the money? Yes, sir. Do you not have the blessings? Yes, sir. Are you, do you not have the marital bliss? Some of you are not talking. Glory to God. Come on, rejoice and give him praise. Glory. We are praying.